Good morning. Time for my second podcast today because I am on fire. So we talked in my previous episode about the meme wars and I got one listen. People don't really want to get into that. And I didn't really break things down for people either. Like what is a meme? What is it? So let's just talk about what is a meme according to what I understand. Now when you say meme today you're talking about those gifs where it has like some picture from a movie right and then some slogan on the top like the guy from i don't know where he's from he's from some movies like one does not simply and he's like doing his like okay finger or something like okay symbol with his hands like one does not simply do something one does not simply describe a meme okay one does not simply uh, walk through Trenton at uh, 5 p.m. on a Friday. So, um, so those are memes in terms of internet memes, in terms of GIFs. And a meme refers to a self-replicating idea. And when it means self replicating that's a very weird concept like how can idea how can a meme replicate itself like how can it make a copy of itself so the idea proposed by Richard Dawkins is that memes are self-replicating entities that live forever like gods the gods of America movie just walking up a hill here guys and um, <clears throat> that uh, that they mutate and fight with each other for supremacy. Now he started this idea out with behavior of birds and bees and studying them, and he was well. His original theory in the book *The Selfish Gene*, which is a must-read was that humans and animals are just expressions of DNA, embodiments of DNA, and that the DNA is the eternal, everlasting living being that replicates itself across generations and uses its instances, its individuals, its embodiments as a slave and sacrifices them as well for the um, propagation of itself. So when we're talking about genocide, we're talking about one gene pool trying to wipe out another gene pool. Well, that's what we're talking about in that respect, where one species might be trying to eliminate another species for control of territory. That's uh, basically what he was describing, or the fighting of animals, with mutations, and it's also talking about mutations and how one species might mutate and then take over, etc., etc. And he got this whole idea from looking at self-sacrifice in families and saying that people would be willing to sacrifice themselves for someone in their family because they have the same gene pool, and the gene is just sacrificing one individual for the propagation of the gene. 
and then when we go into memes, then someone who's infected by a meme would be sacrificed for the propagation of that meme, basically is what he's getting at. And then we get into religious wars and all that. Politics. All that fun stuff. So I'm listening to Joe Rogan. He's talking to this ex-CIA guy. And he's talking about what if we created a news that was just giving you the news, just giving you the facts. Now, we talked about science being the religion. So, and we talked about philosophy. So now we're going to get into, is a fact just a religion? Like the idea that there are facts that you can report on. Is that a belief? Like, can you have a fact without a bias, for example? Right? Or can you only understand facts in... Maybe by understanding the bias that they're put into. And um, we need to go back to that. I need to do some research. So I'm saying that this is an open topic for research, right? And that... If you really want the facts, Joe Rogan, on climate change and environment, then maybe you should go and sit in on, let's say, scientific conferences where papers are presented, where they're talking about these things in super crazy detail, um, and maybe discussing them, and maybe like get involved in the research, because that's the level that you're going to have to go to to even understand biases. Because the scientists have bias, biases, and the science has a bias, and everything is coming from a perspective. And they've shown that even scientists do not have objective thoughts. And it might be easy to see that scientists 200 years ago were biased. It might not be so easy to see that scientists today are biased. Right? You might say, oh yeah, obviously those Chinese scientists are biased. But the ones that live next to you, you might not be able to see the same bias <clears throat> that you share with them. So, I think it's a dangerous idea to even think that you can represent the truth easily. And that truth and true news and true facts will actually be very, very hard to come by. And they might require years of research and years of fighting um, to get to them. And you'll see that even scientists are very campy and clubby. So that's my little rant on this topic. I really think that from a philosophical point of view that we do not have the certainty. I like that idea. That's my new idea. There's no real certainty. Um, and uh, we can just dispel from the idea of certainty. We're just going to say we have relative degrees of belief. And people do not want to get into the details. The reason why they don't go and study environmental science and sit in and read these papers is because they don't have the time for it. Like, how is it tangential or relative to anything that you do? Um, okay, so price of gas might be relative to what you do in terms of making decisions and the price function in an economy. Like, that's a simple 
information, you know, in Germany, hey, energy is expensive. In America, hey, energy is cheap. So there's your price function determining behavior, right? But there's more to price. Um, because people will revolt in America if you uh, raise those prices up too high because the economy will collapse. And hey, well, they've already collapsed the economy now with the corona. Um, and they've gotten their green, uh, their green package where we're actually saving the planet now through corona. People are getting very upset about it because of the economic impact. Well, what do you think the economic impact would be of going green? It's the same as corona. So maybe we're actually getting the Agenda 21 in a different way. I mean, has anyone ever thought, hey, this is Agenda 21 that we're in? Hello, maybe it's the Rona? Well, that's something to discuss in our panel, and I'm going to invite you all for a podcast on this topic to go over it, because I think we're getting to some um, interesting ideas, and you're all invited to join the podcast and uh, hit me up on the usual channels if you can't find us. I mean, come on. You can find me. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Let me stop this recording here. I had it locked in my pocket.